0: We're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. I want to bring up a question that I've had for a while and I've never, I haven't heard anybody in official positions discuss it until now. Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklin was being questioned yesterday about government spending. And he said that fiscal and monetary policy, so what he's trying to do and what the government is trying to do, are rowing in opposite directions, making it harder to bring inflation down. This seems like it's been kind of obvious with the government putting so much money into the economy, but now the guy who's in charge of trying to wrestle inflation is saying the same thing. Moshe Launder is a senior economics lecturer at Concordia University. He joins us now. Thank you for the time today. Hello. I look, I I am no economist. I don't pretend to be, I almost everything I've learned about economics. I've learned by doing this radio show and talking to experts like you, but one of the things that has come up again and again is if you flood the market, the economy with money, everybody has more, there's fewer products that's going to make inflation grow. And yet the government keeps putting more and more money into the economy. I'm surprised Tiff Macklin hasn't said this long before now.
1: He kind of did. Uh, I just don't know that it was necessarily picked up. But okay. I also think that the problem is not government comprehension of what Tiff Macklem is saying. It's what the Canadians understand of what Tiff Macklem is saying. And I, I think that that's where the disconnect comes in, is that politicians have to face voters. And I don't think that voters are particularly aware uh, of what's been going on and so they've actually been asking for more government spending not less and that's where the government finds itself pinched between economic logic and the logic of the, the mass right
0: we don't want to spend as much on inflation but we sure like the stuff that you give us so keep it rolling and, but those don't work too well when you're doing them together obviously
1: Yeah, I mean, think about how we were behaving, you know, 12 months ago when inflation was up around 8%. uh, Provinces were falling all over themselves to find uh, spending plans to help Canadians deal with rising prices. And in fact, that was the way that they were presenting it, right? We understand that you're suffering. Here's 500 bucks. Uh, But the very act of giving people 500 bucks is inflationary. So what the governments should have been saying 12 months ago was that we have a perfect plan to help you deal with inflation. And that is, not only are we not going to give you anything, we're actually (laughs) going to spend less. Uh, We're maybe not going to try and balance the budget per se, uh, but we're going to spend less, and you're going to get less goods and services out of us, and that's actually going to take some of the inflationary pressure out of the economy. And you'll thank us, because interest rates won't have to rise as fast as much. Uh, But of course, if you say that to the average Canadian... They're going to be deeply offended that your solution for me struggling to make rent and to make grocery bills and to have money for basic needs is that you're going to give me less money Uh, that costs you an election.
0: Right. And that's why I was laughing, because, yeah, uh, there's not a politician on planet Earth that is going to say that Our, our, our answer here is to take away from you what you have. I mean, that, that, that is not a winning answer. So what is the winning answer? I mean, is is this, does this have to be from all levels of government an educational campaign, almost more than a political campaign?
1: Yeah. And it's, it's exactly the, the point that I try to raise with my own students, right? When they're, they're in their formative years that look, I'm not promoting any particular political agenda or ideology. It's a matter of, this is just basic facts and this is basic uh, you know, accounting. Uh, and so the sooner that you understand it, the more that politicians will be able to say, look, everybody in this room understands that right now at a period of high inflation, what you need is less spending from us, so we're gonna give you less spending. Uh, I don't have to try and sell this with any sort of political rhetoric. So it, it is part of an education campaign, but uh, part of living in a democracy though is that where one party might come out and say, listen, it's obvious that what we need to do is spend less. If I'm the opposition leader, I would portray that party as being cold-hearted and insensitive and not caring about the average Canadian. And, uh, you know, I would make a big political hoo-ha out of this uh, to try and win some votes. And so that's where you end up with, uh, look, if we're not going to argue basic facts, if we're going to argue emotions and things like that, Uh, you're always going to allow then for for politics to trump economics. Is there a way
0: out of this though? Because, you know, when we were in COVID and we had things like CERB, and I, I think most people to some degree or another, whether you are a fan of the governing liberals or not, I think most people realize that some sort of help for people was necessary. And... Whether it was too much or just right or not enough, whatever the government, the, the market was flooded with money at that time. How do you get out of that then? How do you undo this when that's now become kind of for some people the norm?
1: Well, I mean, a lot of it was taken out. Maybe they held onto it too long before they started to take it out, but a lot of that has been removed. The, the government's budget deficit went from 300-something billion to now in just the tens of billions, uh, which is much more reasonable and much more in line with what it's been in the past. So they they did effectively take it out. But, uh, you know, again, I, I think it's a matter of uh, if you're going to have government spending, we're treating it all as if a dollar is a dollar is a dollar. And clearly, a dollar spent on, say, boosting the long-term capacity of the economy is very different than the dollar spent on today with no long-term benefit. The analogy that I'd give you is that if you want to take some of your life savings and go to Vegas, I'm sure you'll have a wonderful time, <laughs> but it doesn't produce anything long-term and long-lasting. But if you want to take some of your life savings and go and get a degree in economics rather than learning it through the radio, uh, that provides long-term benefits. So it's the same reduction in your savings, uh, but one provides long-term benefit, the other one doesn't. So you know the governments here at this point have to start saying, look, we understand that spending money is going to become increasingly challenging. So what we need to do is make sure that we're targeting areas that boost the long-run capacity of the economy. And at least if we're going to run a deficit then, we, we see the benefits for generations to come uh, rather than just handing you money right now that doesn't create that long-term benefit.
0: I'm a little hurt that I don't have a degree or the equivalent from just doing this on the radio. I, I don't know, but I was—I thought I was getting close. but uh... <laughs> You've done extremely well. I'm just saying that in terms of the long-term no, benefit, it's...
1: you don't have to spend as many resources to, to uh, your point that is tremendous one, knowledge.
0: Your point <laughs> is 100% taken for sure. It, it is it is such a complicated issue because, as you say, and I, I like what you said right off the top, that this is something that you're, it's not about the government having to hear this message as much as it is the people, although it's probably both, but yet yeah, it's, it's a fantastic point, and I think you're bang on. Uh, Moisha Launder, Senior Economics Lecturer with Concordia University. Thank you for doing this. Anytime.